Well, everybody, it is a new legislative session in Olympia, and I am excited to again restart my conversations with our 35th district representatives. Uh, in the House, it's Dan Griffey and Travis Couture, State Senator Drew McEwen. All of them have agreed to come back on KMAS this short session to talk about things. And first up, it's Representative Griffey. Dan, how are you doing? I'm well, Jeff. It is so nice to see you. Blast from the fat past and everything, man. man. KMAS back on the air, baby. Yeah, isn't it something? We uh, we didn't have a chance to talk last year as I was off the air last year, but we're back now in the session. And uh, although I didn't get a chance to talk with you as often as I'd liked, I did follow along with what uh, you and your counterparts uh, Representative Couture and Senator uh, McEwen had been working on, and you guys brought home some great things to the 35th to help out uh, our community. So kudos to that, and uh, way you. to go on all of those things. Thank you. It, it's, you guys... it is my pleasure. I, like I told you, since I met you and I decided to run for this office, it, uh, I live and breathe the needs of this community. I love everybody, and I want to help. That's That's what I am here. Well, let's dig into this new session. It kicked off Monday. Uh, the governor has uh, offered his state of the state as well. And we'll talk about that if you want later in next time we meet. But I yeah. want to know what your priorities are. Uh, I've been reading some of the uh, uh, correspondence that have been coming out. And it seems, at least with the overall House Republicans, uh, public safety is is primary this year. Yeah, it's disappointing that the majority still is, uh, I believe, ignoring it. Uh, they come up with different excuses why we shouldn't focus heavy, more heavy, heavily on uh, public safety. Um, but yes, it is definitely um, something we got to really tackle. If you look at the murder rate in Washington State, it's just it is going up at a very alarming rate. The overdose death rate from fentanyl is, you know, it doubles every year. I mean, these are some big things, but it's w worse than that. It is the cost of housing, the av availability of housing. Um, I just it just the myriad of other things, uh, property crimes uh, causing the uh, cost of goods and services to increase so, uh, um, you know, so much. So really, I always look at my position here as to educate. So I, I take uh, a few of the majority party members, I take them, I show them, I, I physically show them what's going on. It has a lot of success, but it is the slower success. It is frustrating. And I know it's frustrating for my constituents, but I need enough people uh, to side with us on, on some of these changes to get things done. One of um, the things that I had read is that Washington is either at the bottom or near the bottom when it comes to uh, the amount of officers per capita. Is that something? Talk to me yeah. about that. Yeah, we're absolutely at the bottom. Uh, sorry, I just turned all gray because no, my I lights see. just went off in the my office. The lights just went off in the <laughs> office. You got to move your arm around or something yeah, like well, that. Yeah, didn't go off. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah, so per capita, we're 51st out of uh, uh, all states in the District of Columbia, uh, per capita. Um, and uh, we've also kind of changed kind of like the the would-be criminal now um, has less of a fear that they're actually going to be pursued, have less of a fear that they're actually going to get uh, real jail time um, and, uh, you know, maybe not even get bail, right, established for mm -hmm. the crime that they committed. And we saw that tragically, you know, in tragically last year. And what I want to do is continue to educate uh, so we don't have to go through those tragedies any longer. We can do a heck of a lot better than we're currently doing. 
And when it comes to the retail, uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's the retail trade association, but the retailers in the state, yeah. uh, have they reached out to you in the house uh, or personally or through your uh, counterparts that says we're ready to come to the table and help? You know, I go to Target and Walmart and every aisle seems to have locked, you know, yeah. windows. You can't even get toothpaste or something like that. I would imagine if the theft is so great in these uh, businesses that if they can uh, help support increased law enforcement presence, that that would bring down those retail theft issues. Yeah, I mean, there's a fundamental flaw in thinking as far as I'm concerned that the um, the majority the majority of the majority party um, also disagree that uh, that we need law enforcement. Like law enforcement is a bad thing uh, in a civil society. For us to stay civil and to stay um, but thriving and prosperous, you have to have a reasonable belief that your family is going to stay safe. I mean, I heard your wonderful boy on the the air, right? I mean, I, when I hear that and I hear those young voices, it really motivates me more to say we can do a heck of a lot better. We can expect more. We can expect more from our kids, but we can certainly expect more from the would-be criminals right now, from uh, the rest of society. And so, you know, I find um, it, it kind of miserable that uh, we in Washington State are just, are kind of now accepting that more things are going to be behind, be behind locked cabinets. Um, that's really going to be the reality unless we change the narrative, right? We cannot we no longer stand to lose $4 billion a year. That's what we're kind of up to right now. $4 billion a year just walks off the shelves. I hear an argument from the majority party that, oh, it's just poor people stealing food. I, I've argued, and I think I've even told you this before, Jeff, if people are stealing $4 billion worth of food, we wouldn't have any hungry people in Washington sure. State. This is not a Robin Hood syndrome, right? What this is, is some pretty terrible people trafficking people, those most in need. So they send somebody who might be uh, sex uh, trafficked um, or um, might be, uh, you know, uh, substance uh, addicted um, uh, disorder. They they send them in there to do it for them. So they even insulate themselves from any kind of jeopardy. And so, you know, I try to tell people if we intervene early and we have proper resources, we could save a tra we could and probably would save a trafficked human. If we intervene early and often, then we will make sure that we can actually shop in stores again, Jeff, where we don't have to go find somebody. Well, that's the other thing because uh, uh, workforce participation is down so low. Actually, finding somebody in a store to open that cabinet for you, Jeff, is that it's kind tough. of frustrating? It's tough. I mean, I don't want to talk all negative, Jeff, but we have got to get people to hear. We, uh, you know, I can move. I'm malleable on things. I can, I can go in the majority party way on some things, but let's have the conversation. What we're doing now isn't working. The other thing I had just thought of while we're talking about this is that when you go into, you hear about the thefts or you walk in and you see the uh, the barriers to even just grab it and look at the ingredients or something, that to me has a trickle effect too, that people are just going to stay home, shop online. And then that was, that's going to uh, screw over these uh, small business owners that really have, you know, it's, it's a day to day struggle to survive. And, and that could be another impact of this. 
Well, unfortunately, I think we're still feeling the effects of the pandemic. I mean, uh, think about your life. Do you feel a little more comfortable being at home a lot more than you did before? Like sticking Yeah. around, hunkering down. I'm not Yeah. gonna lie, I do too, right? And so I push myself really hard to get out uh, and about, and I'm shedding that. Like I tell my wife, it, you know, let's go for the walk that we would have normally done two years ago instead of putting the TV on for Mm -hmm. -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think our government response was, was, um, uh, overburdensome. Um, but we haven't fixed it yet. And so, yes, I think what's happening is uh, retailers are going to go out of business because uh, they're going to, uh, going to, you
views and unscrupulous people are using uh, to clog up the court system. A lot of times the property owners win, but not often. And in the current situation, the petitioner or the person who squatted on that property that is not theirs, that they didn't pay taxes on, has the right to ask for attorney fees, court costs from the person they stole the property from. I find that to be horrible. I find it to be one of many thousand drivers of uh, the high cost of housing in Washington state. So I want to tackle it. Uh, we had a very tragic and, and not tragic, but a terrible situation uh, up on North shore, up in Belfair area um, of this happening. Right. And this homeowner is just almost on her knees begging me for help. So we got Sheriff Salisbury in the room. We got Commissioner Randy Netherland. We talked it out, worked it out. You know, who's going to take the state? I took state stuff, obviously. Uh, Sheriff is working on uh, what he can do about make, making sure the people are served. And the county commissioner um, is talking about how how can we uh, be more, uh, you know, aggressive in our code enforcement? And can we work with law enforcement to make sure that uh that your property is secure uh, and that people can't steal it from you. So I have a bill um, uh, to, to do something about that. Um, anyway, that, that's that awesome. No, no, no. It, you had it, such a perfect lead into that. And I'm like, well, blah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I mean, you explained it well. And it's it's a tough situation for those who drive by, you know, they'll drive by a, a house in the neighborhood or something. They'll see. A, a situation unfolding and and even the neighbors in the properties they they feel helpless they feel like they can't yeah. do anything and uh, oftentimes too i would imagine that these properties that people will come and and uh land on the actual property owner may not even be in the region or the or the state to uh yep. to help yeah. to adjudicate that well, exactly. And see, that's the other thing that the, somebody living remotely from the property that they own, but it's theirs, right? They're paying right. the taxes. Yeah. They they own it. It is deeded. There are, there are boundary markers. It's been surveyed. You don't get to do that any longer under this bill. And I think it is a step in the right direction. Well, I can obviously see that your passion for the 35th has not diminished in the time oh, that we have uh, unable to talk to each other, but I'm really happy to continue these through the uh, short session here that's going on. Dan's online at dangriffey.houserepublicans.wa.gov. And we're going to be checking in with him weekly during the session, in addition to uh, Representative Couture and Senator uh, McEwen. So it was a great way to start things off here in the session. And I'm excited to hear more and more about how you're uh, trying to talk with the majority party and work on these issues that do impact all of the state but again, focus on the 35th. So Representative Griffey, thank you so much. It's good to see you. And it's always great to talk with you. Oh, it's nice to see you, Jeff. Uh, blast from the past. Thank you, man. You got it. Have a good one. Bye-bye.